Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we will be discussing It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. And I'm actually officially Tabby Warden now. So just wanted to like throw that out there. We are officially sisters. It's legal. It's there's a contract. It's binding. There's a social security card in the mail on its way here. You guys, it was a beautiful wedding. It was <laughs> um, an interesting, really reception. nice. <laughs> it, it could have been written about in the news. It was that fun. So um, good. <laughs> anyways, so we're gonna kick off the this first part of the episode with the synopsis, um, and I'm actually gonna start by reading the back of the book. And by the way, cover art so cute. Tessa Bailey does the best cartoon character cover art. They're so cute. I love them so like much. Brendan, you look like a freaking babe. Uh, he is a little babe. And Miss Piper looking all cute. Okay, queen. so Piper Bellinger is fashionable and influential, and her reputation as a wild child means the paparazzi are constantly on her heels. When too much champagne and an out-of-control rooftop party land Piper in the slammer, her stepfather decides enough is enough. So he cuts her off and sends her and her sister to learn some responsibility running their late father's dive bar in Westport, Washington. Piper hasn't even been in Westport five minutes when she meets big bearded sea captain Brendan Taggart, who thinks she won't last a week outside of Beverly Hills. So what if Piper can't do math and the idea of sleeping in a shabby apartment with bunk beds gives her hives? How bad could it really be? She's determined to show her stepfather and the hot, grumpy local that she's more than just a pretty face. Except it's a small town, and everywhere she turns, she bumps into Brendan. The fun-loving socialite and the gruff fisherman are polar opposites, but there's an undeniable attraction simmering between them. Piper doesn't want any distractions, especially feelings for a man who sails off into the sunset for weeks at a time. Yet, as she reconnects with her past and begins to feel at home in Westport, Piper starts to wonder if the cold, glamorous life she knew is what she truly wants. L.A. is calling her names, but Brendan, in this town full of memories, may have already caught her heart. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. It's really good. Tessa Bailey, you've done it again. So we'll start off with the synopsis. So we always like to do this ahead of time. That way, if you haven't read the book, we will read it for you. But you should read the book because it's very good. We don't do it justice. The local legend Piper Bellinger is dumped by her boyfriend, so she does what any rational person would do. She breaks into a fancy hotel pool and throws a rager. Um, Piper gets arrested and the photos of the event go viral. Her sister Hannah bails her out of jail even though her stepfather told her not to. And her ex-boyfriend, he was a real douche, first of all. He was real mean. Yeah, Piper has a history of dating jerks, for sure. And this was her longest relationship, and it was only three weeks. It was three weeks long. Good for you, girl. (laughs) Good for you. We're proud of you. So their stepfather, who is a super successful and rich movie producer, scolds them for their behavior. The owner of the hotel is actually, like, financing his next film, so he's pretty mad with how Piper behaved. And in order to make amends, he plans to send Piper to Westport for three months. Westport is a tiny fishing town where the girls and their mother are from, but Piper has literally not been there since she was like four years old. They still own a bar in that town, an old dive bar, and it has a little apartment upstairs. So he's like, that's where you're going to live for the summer. And Hannah doesn't want Piper to go alone. So she insists on putting her own career in the film industry on hold to join her for the summer. 
The sisters arrive in Westport to find a bunch of local fishermen hanging out in a bar that they own. And Brendan, the beloved local and captain of the Delray, is confused why these women are here dressed in their L.A. fashion. The sisters explain that Henry Cross, who owned the bar prior to that, is their father, and they are staying in his old apartment for the summer. Brendan is surprised and a little bit annoyed. Henry Cross is a Westport hero, and he used to captain the same fishing boat as Brendan until he was lost at sea. He doesn't like the fact that these city girls are here to mess with his routine and the Cross legacy. He shows them upstairs to a cobweb and mouse-infested studio apartment, and Piper can tell that Brendan is daring them to stay there, so she stubbornly pretends to like the apartment and says that it is perfect. (laughs) That's what I would do. I'd be like, I love it. It's great. (laughs) Perfect, perfect, perfect. (laughs) So the next day, Brendan's grocery shopping and he overhears Piper asking Siri on her phone for recipes that only need like two ingredients. And so he's like, hey, I didn't think you'd last it through the night. And Brendan informs her that she actually has other family in town and there's a memorial for her father near the harbor. And Piper is a bit nervous about learning more about this because she was so young when her father passed away that she doesn't have any memories of him. Well, she doesn't have many memories of him. And she's like worried that it could like stir up something super emotional in her. And then Piper also awkwardly learns that Brendan is widowed because she like, I don't know, he's wedding ring. Yeah. And so he's wearing a wedding ring. She's like, oh, your wife must have to put up with so much from you. And he's, He's like past tense. Yep, she put up with a lot. And she's like, oh, is she not <laughs> with us anymore? <laughs> oh, is she passed on? Um, and it's really awkward. But anyway, he ends up helping her pick out some groceries. <laughs> very nice of him to do. Thanks, Brendan. <laughs> I feel like I'm dying. I have a very bad sinus infection, y'all. Bear with me. Oh, no. So later, the sisters visit Henry's memorial together. They both feel guilty because it doesn't stir up any emotions for them. And when they return to the bar, they find a man named Mick waiting to meet with them. He explains that he was a close friend of their father. And they also learn that he is Desiree's father and that Desiree is the late wife of Brendan. Mick gives them Opal's address in case they want to visit. And Piper's like, yeah, we know Opal for sure. Love (laughs) to see her. Yeah. I absolutely know who that is, but they don't. They're lying. So Piper and Hannah have been cleaning up the apartment and Piper attempts to make dinner for them. Um, Hannah accidentally left a rag soaked in pine saw near the stove. So it catches on fire. Piper throws it into the pan um, and runs the flaming pan outside because she's a smart thinker. She's so she's she's quick on her feet. Yeah, because also there's a bunch of grease in the pan. So she's like, no, no water. Um, our, Our intelligent queen. (laughs) So, meanwhile, across the street, Brendan is meeting his friend Fox for dinner at a restaurant, and Fox has a little bit of a reputation as a womanizer. He's known for spending his weekends in Seattle having casual hookups, and Fox keeps teasing Brendan because he's looking out the window over at Piper's bar. So, next thing they know, Brendan sees Piper run out into the street with a flaming pan and immediately jumps into action. And Brendan puts the flames out for her and asks if she is okay. Um, she tells him that she's fine and he gets mad at her for being unsafe because it makes sense. It's a man <laughs> thing to do. It and is a man Han- thing to do. Hannah steps in and is like, back the fuck up. And she's doing really great. <laughs> and you're being a bully. <laughs> she's trying to 
trying her best. And so Brendan apologizes and asks to take Piper back to the restaurant to eat. So Piper tells Hannah that she will bring some takeout back for her. And Fox offers to show Hannah a record store in town because she's a big music enthusiast. Um, Brendan and Piper bond over dinner and she hints at wanting to go out on this boat with him. And he gets super nervous and doesn't officially ask her out. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit, was that my chance? My bad. My bad. So the next morning, though, he's going on like a three-day fishing trip. So he stops by before he leaves and changes the locks on the bar and the apartment for the sisters. And they're like, okay, thank you. Um, Weird, because they didn't ask for it. But Are you going to kill us? (laughs) They're like, wait, do you have a key? Because I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Um, he goes out on the boat for their trip and he makes an Instagram account specifically to be able to look at Piper's photos. And then he accidentally follows her. (laughs) And so the crew is like, oh my God, you boomer, you you just (laughs) fucked up. And he's like, damn, that's embarrassing. It's like, oh no. (laughs) But it's low key cute. It's really cute. It's very, that's very sweet of him to do. Kind of creepy though. He's like totally totally getting into these photos on Instagram. She's like got some, some, you know, some sexy photos on there. She's an influencer. So Piper returns to her apartment to find an old man waiting for her. And he explains that Brendan left him a note saying that she needs padding installed under the top bunk because she keeps smacking her head on it. So before Brenda came to change the lock, she totally like swung her head up and just gave herself a giant goose egg on her forehead. Um, And the man asks if she's gone to see Opal yet. And she's like, oh, yeah, um, that's the second time someone's mentioned her. So, yes, I will totally go do that. So she also agrees to walk with him um, in the mornings so that his daughter, who is really busy, um, like, doesn't have to do it. No, sorry. That's I read that wrong. She also agrees to walk with him in the mornings because his daughter is busy since he has trouble climbing the stairs by himself. So he has trouble getting around because he is old. And usually his daughter walks him to the museum and he asked her on the mornings, his daughter is busy to walk him instead. That's it. That's the one. That's the one. And so she's like, yeah. And by the way, I did forget to mention um, this old man's name is Abe and we love Abe. He's really cute. (laughs) So later Piper's like, we probably should go visit Opal. Um, So she shows up at this address that Mick gave her and Opal's like, oh, Yeah, so I'm actually your grandmother. I'm Henry's mom. And Piper can tell just by looking around her apartment, she has been living as a shut-in. Like, she has not been leaving to hang out with people. And so she offers to get her dolled up um, and says that they should go out sometime. So she gives her a little makeover. And then Piper goes home to tell Hannah about Opal. And they call their mother. They're like, what the fuck? Their mom is like, my bad. Uh... It's just that Opal is really stubborn and saw us leaving Westport as a betrayal. And so I just didn't mention the fact that you have a grandmother. Sorry. Um, And so the sisters are like, what we're going to do is we're going to fix up this old bar as a way to honor Henry and feel closer to the memory of him. And then they also see it as a way to prove to their stepfather that they have grown and can potentially like come home early, like earlier than he was wanting them to come home. Because they're really responsible. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brendan returns to Westport and Mick calls him to remind him about the memorial for Desiree. And um, Brendan assures him that he will be there. And at 
the memorial, Fox tells Brendan that Desiree wouldn't want Brendan to be living his life this way and that they really like should stop doing this because it's very sad and she's been gone for a very long time. And so Brendan's also just like super scared to move on. Like he that's why he like continues to wear his wedding ring. Like he doesn't want to betray his wife in any way. But then Piper arrives with a tray just full of shots because she mistakenly thought she had been invited to like a party, like a potluck, because that is low-key how Mick had described it. He did not say it was like a fucking shrine for his dead daughter, to be completely fair. So not her fault. So yeah, she did not know it was a memorial for one of Westport's most beloved locals, and Piper is mortified, as she should be, (laughs) and runs out. So Brendan chases after I got secondhand embarrassment from this whole scene. It's really embarrassing. Died. (laughs) So Brendan walks out. He's like, hey, Al, it's okay. Um, He's explaining that, look, seven years have gone by. It used to be really hard. But at this point, I do just kind of feel obligated to be here for Mick because it feels like (laughs) I would be betraying him if I didn't come. And so Piper's like, well, that's funny. Yeah, my longest relationship was three weeks. And she also confronts him about following her on Instagram. And he's like, haha, yeah, my bad. And he's like, I got to ask though, like, are you more like yourself in the photos on your Instagram or how you are like right here in front of me? And she explains to him that she is both versions of herself. Um, Before parting ways for the night, Brendan admits to her that he does have feelings for her that go a little beyond friendship. And when he goes home, he finally takes off his wedding band. He's like, well, I've known this girl for five days and like, I'm ready to risk it all. He's like, oh, she's smoking. (laughs) Like my dead wife whom? So as the sisters begin their work on the bar, Brendan shows up to help just out of the blue. Um, And they begin openly flirting with each other as the week goes on. And he asks her out, but she is conflicted because she plans to return to L.A. at the end of summer and doesn't want him to get the wrong idea. They also have this very, like, exciting, like, makeout scene at the end of the week. And he is like, I'm going to fucking kiss you. And we're like, cool, 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 cool. Love that. Um, so under Piper, the pergola that he built under the pergola that he built with his bare hands what a man we love that piper goes to his place for dinner and they end up having like some very st- they didn't actually have sex but yeah, they had oral sex yeah but it, they got it on for sure oh yeah there were definitely fine. orgasms involved <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for sure on both parties um so brendan is about to leave on a fishing trip for two weeks so he gives piper his house key in case she and hannah need to go there for any reason which again like you don't know this lady so yeah i i didn't understand what he was getting at but that's very kind of him i suppose <laughs> don't worry piper does end up using it so <laughs> 13 days later a big storm starts up. So Hannah's been working at the local record store that Fox brought her to. And Piper calls to let her know that she should stay put because the storm's picking up. It's super dangerous. But what does Piper do? She fucking runs through the storm to Brendan's house because she's like worried for Brendan's safety, who's out at sea, and she just wants to feel close to him. I don't know. It's kind she's of like, weird. Maybe if I smell his things, like, yeah, he'll be safe. she's like, I, I want to put on his shirt and sleep in his bed. And so she does. And the next morning, Hannah calls to let Piper know that there was an accident on the Delaray. Wow. Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So Piper races to the hospital in Brendan's truck to 
go see this man she doesn't know and is relieved <laughs> to find that he is a-okay the other guy no he's not fine but it's okay um sanders but he's expected to recover <laughs> yeah he is in the icu but he's expected to make a full recovery and she's like oh cool i was totally here for sanders yeah mm-hmm. um so the two of them sneak off to an empty room to- in Caitlin's words, to go fuck like a couple of horny teenagers. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Um, and then they leave to get information on San- Sanders, end up running into Mick, and Mick is like very upset when he sees that they're holding hands and that Brendan isn't wearing his wedding band. He's like, hey man, how dare you cheat on my daughter who's been dead for seven years? Yeah, you definitely wish that they'd, that they'd had a chance to discuss it before. <laughs> like just absolutely banging in an abandoned wing of a hospital i honestly as a health i was shook i was appalled (laughs) can you imagine um i can't i cannot there's nothing sexy about a hospital least of all the icu the icu people kim people Um, are dying literally yes like fucking exactly there's people dying so Piper gets home to hannah and voices her fear of falling for brendan and getting stuck in westport At the same time, Opal texts Piper and she's like, I'm ready to hit the town. I would like to go out with you tonight. So they do. They go out to another local bar called Blow the Man Down. And Opal reunites with some of her old friends, which is really sweet. And they're super glad to see her again and immediately welcome her back into their group. Um, Piper (laughs) gets very drunk. Uh, And all the local ladies are like asking her for fashion advice and beauty advice. And she's like, oh, yes, I'm having the best time of my life. Yeah, she was an actual (laughs) heaven. She was having a great time and bonding with all the local ladies. It was very sweet. Yes. And so Brendan comes to pick her up because he's like standing there watching. And he's like, oh, my God, like I can imagine doing this every day for the rest of my life. (laughs) and she drunkenly admits all of her insecurities to him about how she feels like she doesn't fit in and that she's not good enough for him and he tells her that they will talk about it when she sobers up and she's like i am sober he's like you're absolutely not (laughs) she's like actually i want to have sex (laughs) no ma'am And so the next day, Brendan takes Piper out on the Delray, and when they're out on the water, Brendan explains how things work on the boat and discusses the guilt that he's harbored about his wife's passing. So he's like, here's the engine room. I do have a lot of remorse about the way my (laughs) wife passed away. (laughs) Moving on. Anyways. Anyway. Do you want to see my bed? (laughs) Here's my bunk. (laughs) Then he brings up Piper's return to LA, but she doesn't want to talk about it in the moment. She's like, no, like we're in the moment together. Why would we talk about that? And things start heating up and they end up having sex on Brendan's little tiny bunk in his cabin where he admitted to jerking off to her. (laughs) Tiny little sad bunk. Um, so later Brendan goes to Fox's apartment to talk through his feelings for Piper. He's like, (laughs) you know, women, like, what do they want? (laughs) And Fox is like, well, uh, it depends on the woman, (laughs) but for example, he's like, I know Hannah really liked it when I took her to that record store. So like, do something thoughtful. Like, I don't know. There's a record expo in Seattle. I looked it up like casually and no big deal. Anyway, um, we're just friends. And he's like, yeah, ignoring that. So Piper calls Brendan and asks if they can use his truck to go pick up a chandelier. And Brendan's like, yeah, why don't we pick that up and then keep driving to Seattle? He's like, Fox is going to this record expo and like you and Hannah could come. We could all have a good time. 
Um, and Fox and will also be there. Yeah, Fox Fox will be there. Make sure to Platonically. Hannah. Yeah, yeah, no, like totally as a friend. So the four of them go to Seattle and Hannah and Fox bond a lot and go to the record expo together. Super cute. And when Piper asks about it, she tells her that she likes him as a friend and that's it. Because mm-hmm. she has a longtime crush on her boss, Sergey, mm-hmm. back in L.A., who has never given her the time of day in her life. She has high hopes for it, though. It's, <laughs> things are really looking up for her. Um, so she views her Fox with, or she reviews her relationship with Fox as platonic. She re- she views her Fox as platonic. Yeah, he's, he's foxy, but it's platonic. <laughs> he's very foxy. I'm dying. <laughs> So Piper and Brendan are together and like chatting. They're actually kind of doing their own thing while Fox and Hannah are hanging out. And she gets like this overwhelming urge to admit to him that she loves him. And again, it's been like a month, but no judgment. Um, Anyway, her phone rings and it's a friend from LA. It's actually the same friend that like sold her out to the police after <laughs> the original person. <laughs> She's like, where have you been? I miss you. And she's like, everyone's talking about you being gone. Like, we're going to throw a giant party when you return. Piper is like, not really interested in that anymore. But when Brendan asks about it, she gets avoidant because she doesn't want to talk about LA yet. Um, He calls her out on it. And they argue a little bit, which just turns into them having sex again, which is super healthy for them. I love that. They also, after like banging, admit that they're both in love with each other. So it's very... Yeah. So like, we're just going to push aside these other feelings. Mm -hmm. They're like, let's table that. Totally fine. Totally fine. After heading back on over to good old Westport after Seattle. Hannah actually suggests that they just stay at Brendan's place instead of the shabby apartment. And she's like, if he doesn't mind, let's just move she's on like, in. I would love to get out of this bunk bed if I we could. I would love nothing more than to move into this man's house. Um, and that she will even take the guest room so that Piper can, you know, hit it with Brendan. What a queen. How what a queen. What yeah, a sacrifice. Like, that is so sacrificial of She's you. like, please, I have to get out of this one-room <laughs> studio apartment with my sister before I not take her. it. <laughs> um, Hannah is thrilled with this new arrangement when she finds out that Brendan has, like, a super sick vintage record player. And the three of them continue to work on the bar. And when they finish everything up, they name it Cross and Daughters. Very cute. Very. And Piper is so happy that she tells Hannah she plans to stay in Westport with Brendan. Brendan doesn't know that yet, but... She is yeah. going to stay forever. It was just like girl talk between sisters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why would she tell him that? Like, yeah, like thinking? they have never had like an important conversation in their entire <laughs> lives. So no. And whenever they try to, they just end up fucking. <laughs> it's but <fine>. Piper <laughs> gets a call from her stepdad who wants to make sure the grand opening of the bar is still on because he's like, well, Piper, you're, you're not the most reliable person. <laughs> and so Brendan's like, wait. You want him to come be impressed by your hard work so you can go back to L.A. early. And Piper's like, okay, well, originally that was the plan. But, like, I did forget about that because I was having so much fun with you. And he's like, okay, I don't believe you. You're just (laughs) this plan as a safety net in case things don't work out between us, which is perfectly fine for her. Yeah, that's, like, a valid, yeah. Like, she doesn't know you. (laughs) And a couple months. And so Brendan's like, look. I think you need some space tonight to just like think about what you want. Honestly, I do feel like he was he was trying to be mature, but 
I do think he kind of went about it the wrong way, but I see where he was coming from. He was like, I'm going to like leave for the night. So like you can have some space. And the next morning he was leaving for a fishing trip. So he's like, if you do want to like be with me, like just come see me off at the dock. Um, If not, just, you don't need to show up. It's cool. And yeah. yeah, it was like, I could see where he was coming from, but it was a little bit immature. Again, it's like you are getting ready to leave for like an extended amount of time. So like that yeah. may not have been the move. I don't know. The whole thing seemed very strange to me. But the next morning, um, Piper wakes up mad about what <laughs> happened. And she knows that she wants to be with Brendan either way, though. Like she still loves him. And so she goes to walk with or er, to walk Abe to the museum. But he falls and hits his head. Poor oh, baby. Um, and she calls for help and waits with Abe, and then she tries to call Brendan's phone, but it goes to voicemail, and um, she's like, fuck, <laughs> I have missed it. I've missed the time. He thinks I'm not going to show up. And so she sprints to the harbor, but the Della Ray has already left, and she sobs, knowing that Brendan thinks she didn't choose him. And then someone's bitch-ass wife was like, yeah, like, that's just the way that it is. Like, you just aren't cut out for this. And I'm like, yeah. girl. <laughs> She's like, don't cry. You got to be tougher than that. Like, bitch. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Who are you? Totally uncalled for. The sisters have their opening night for Crossing Daughters the same day that the Delaray is scheduled to return from said fishing trip. Their stepdad did cancel on them, which they're like, damn, kind of He's like, Piper, you're so unreliable. And then he cancels. And then he cancels. Yeah. And so, okay, right when they first open, Mick is the only person who shows up, which is super awkward because she has not seen him since the hospital. And he basically tells her, like, it's okay. You're just not meant for a place like Westport and kind of like implies that (laughs) she'll never measure up to Desiree. And so Piper is, of course, like really sad and feeling out of place. And Hannah's like, look, just go back to L.A. for your big party. Like, I'll take care of the bar for tonight. Like, no big deal. Yeah, no one's here, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I, I think I can manage one customer. Like, go on. <laughs> um, So Brendan finally, you know, gets close enough to land and starts receiving all Piper's messages. And he's like, oh, shit. Okay, that sucks. And so then he goes to Cross and Daughters. And there's, like, a shit ton of customers. And Hannah is, like, crying at the bar. <laughs> and so Fox is like, don't worry, babe. Like, I'm coming to save you. Like, I will help. And he is like, Hannah, where is Piper? Like, what is happening? And she tells him what happened and that she has gone back to LA. And he is like, I gotta go get my girl. And Brendan, or sorry, Mick approaches Brendan and asks him to apologize for him when he sees her because he was a dick. Yeah. He's like, I didn't handle that well. And I wasn't kind to her. Um, And so Brendan finds like some closure with him about moving on they like kind of have like a special moment ish together I don't know Mick kind of sucks but um yeah I get where his feelings were yeah but but they have like a little bit of closure and he's like yeah go get your girl and so he does so back in LA Piper is having a really bad time at her party. <laughs> She's having, <laughs> She's like, like, not a good time. <laughs> I actually don't want to be here. Like, I want to be back in Westport. And um, she calls Brendan's Arms the recharging station, which I think is cute. She's like, I want to be back really in the cute. recharging station, which is someone who has, like, physical touch as a love, like, one of my top love I get it. I get it. I just want to hug right now. So she actually looks into the crowd and sees Brendan there. And she's like, oh, my God, am I hallucinating? So she takes off running to him. 
they apologize to each other and they explain all of their miscommunications. They're like, I want to be with you. I want to be with you. And so Brendan's like, yeah. And like, after we left, Cross and Daughters was actually packed on opening night, which makes Piper feel really proud and like better about what happened. That part always reminds me of like Legally Blonde, where Ella's like, I'm sorry, am I having glue right now? <laughs> she is such an L too. She is an L for sure. Um, So one week later, this is actually the epilogue yes. to this story. <clears throat> one week later, because they don't get a happily ever after, I guess, in this book. Um, Brendan is coming back from a fishing trip, but Hannah is returning to L.A., and so Hannah opens the front door mm-hmm. to Brendan's home and finds a Fleetwood Mac album that she had wanted to buy at the Expo in Seattle, but like they didn't have the money at the time because they're putting everything into Cross and Daughters. And she realizes that Fox bought it for her. How cute. Um, the epilogue ends with Piper going down to the dock to wait for Brendan's return. It kind of gave me some like Gatsby-ish vibes with the, the boats continuing sailing or whatever. Um, and that's how the story ends. Um, it's like, ooh, mysterious. Yeah, it's waiting for her sailor to come ashore. Um, there's actually a bonus scene as well. Um, and the bonus scene follows Hannah and Fox during their time at the record store, um, which is called Disc and Dat. So it's that time that um, Brendan and Piper went to go have dinner after Piper set dinner on fire. So it's from Fox's perspective. And he's super attracted to Hannah, but like... He knows that they can only be friends because she's the little sister of Brendan's, like, serious, like... As serious as you can be after three weeks, girlfriend. Yeah, like, they're not actually dating at this point in the story, but he knows that Brendan's interested in her. So he's like, I know, like, I have a bad reputation and I need to just be friends with her. But they spend the evening getting to know each other and Fox is like, damn... She's cute, but he's like, no, no, I got to remind myself that, like, she's off limits. But that's kind of the vibes. And that kind of sets it up for their book, too, in the Bellinger Sister series. Yep. Hook, line, and sinker, which we'll be covering in two weeks. Yes. But that kind of wraps up the synopsis for the story. So go ahead and jump over to part two, where we actually talk a little bit more about the story itself. We break down the characters and our general feelings about it. Join us for part two. And as always, let's get lit. 